welcome to unwanted football opinions i'm your host elijah joining me today are my friends advait and jitu roll and roll okay welcome to another episode of unwanted football opinions we're continuing our season preview and today we'll be covering the la liga um so it's the same order we'll uh, first uh f- focus on what to expect from the league this year uh, advait please go first yes so as i wanted to say that uh, the la liga has been dying down uh, like it's been on a downward spiral and no, no not much international trophies also for them and the teams like post the ronaldo exit era also that excitement between el clasico the main popularity globally was due to el clasico and teams like real madrid and barcelona was going down and i feel that the la liga's uh, even la liga in barcelona's reputation was tarnished due to the whole messi fiasco so i feel this season messi uh, messi and barcelona can bounce back because they have done few good signings like trincao and all and uh, they are just like i feel they're just away from one good midfield and one center back signing to just bounce back and now now that messi is back he's going to play to his fullest level to bring barcelona back as the la liga champions and considering real madrid real madrid also has kind of an aging squad but they don't have good signings and considering what eden hazard has been injured uh, and he the, he has been one of their best signings he has an ankle injury and still trained with uh, belgium for the uefa nations league even after zidane telling him not to train for it so i feel that real madrid is also having problems with one but and plus the streaming issues in india also like it is is not streamed in india it's only through facebook or sony live so la liga needs to get back up like there was a time when la liga used to be a very good league and one of the best leagues because of even real madrid and barcelona winning champions league alternatively or like in 5 years thrice it was coming through la liga and i feel teams like atleti are going to just drop down and Sevilla, Valencia, Villarreal are just going to close the gap on uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid. But yes, I feel that Barcelona will bounce back this season and they'll do perform good. Hmm. Okay, thank you, Alvita. I totally agree with most of the points. Jitu. So, uh, according to me, I think uh, Real has the best chance this season. Um, because i think uh, barcelona is still undergoing some rebuild and there are some still in some internal issues and some issues might uh, also come uh, especially now uh, they are selling off suarez i think who is very close to messi i don't know how it will affect him psychologically and uh, yeah considering all that yeah even though uh, real has this hazard issue hazard is injured most of the time but then they still have a team like they have this mentality together like they don't like they haven't lost hope like last season what happened last season also at the first we gave barcelona the chance uh, i think so most everybody predicted barca will win and they were supposed to win but in the end like they just lost that mentality like the desire some something went wrong so i think i still think they are going under rebuilt and uh, regarding the telecasting thing i think uh, uh, sony has uh, bought uh, this year's uh, telecasting because they suffered some major uh, revenue loss 
last season because they chose Serie over uh, uh, La Liga. So they'll be hosting at least the main team matches. Uh, these the top four teams. Um, all the matches will be uh, live. Yeah. The important thing was both Real and Barca are like expected to dominate the standings or the league this year as well. But like Advet pointed out, I think uh, this is the year that teams like Villarreal and Sevilla and all have a chance to move up compared to Atletico because Atletico have not made any major signings and compared to last year, they have not done anything great. But for that matter, I think we can discuss it when we come for our predictions to our next part. So, let's move to that. Uh, Jitu, please tell us your predictions for the top six. Okay. Um, top six, uh, to first, I'm going to go with uh, Real. Second, Barca. Third, uh, Sevilla. And uh, fourth, uh, Atletico. Fifth, uh, I'd go with... Uh, you see, uh, if uh, the recent... Earlier, I would have chosen Valencia, but... Uh, now I have to go with either Real Sociedad. I think they have a pretty good team. Real Sociedad. And then sixth, uh, I'm not sure anyone can come. Uh, yeah, that's all. Uh, the reason uh, I put Sevilla off is like they have been in a tremendous form. Like they have been unbeaten, I think so, for a certain number of games. Like they haven't lost a game for a long Especially last year's Europa League, they think... Against all odds, like, uh, they were not favourites, uh, to be honest. They, like, uh, Inter and uh, Man United were there. But they came, overcame all that. And they are in better form than Atleti. And Atleti are going down. I don't know either uh, that uh, Simeone has to evolve his tactics. And their football is not at all attractive. It's very rubbish. And uh, I don't I don't see them coming up. That is uh, yeah, fact. So, for me, the top six will be first will be Barcelona. Then, uh, Madrid, yeah. Real Madrid, third I'm will sorry, be so sorry, yeah. Sevilla, fourth will be... Um, uh, okay, that's all, that's all. Fifth yes, is going to be Villarreal and sixth, I feel, is going to be one between Celta Vigo and Real Sociedad. Celta Vigo, I say, because Celta Vigo is one of the surprising teams always in La Liga. They finished ninth, I think, so last time. So, they are always surprised and their striker, Iago Aspas, has been really good. So, I feel like one team will surprise us. And Valencia, no, not Valencia because Valencia is supposed to be a very good team. But they are going under a very big financial rebuild and a very big loss. Like, I heard that their whole squad is up for sale. So, I... Yeah, so I feel not Valencia. Atletico... Yeah, exactly. So, Atletico might slip. And I think a team like how Jitu said, Real Sociedad, they have a very strong team and Celta Vigo, they might come in for the sixth spot. As for me, I would like to go with Barcelona first. Uh, two would be Real Madrid. And it's not because I'm biased and because I'm a Barca fan. But yeah, for me, first would be Barca, second would be Real, third would be Sevilla, fourth uh, is a... Uh, I don't know who among Villarreal or Atletico could be, so... Whoever comes lower among them will be fifth. And uh, sixth, according to me, should be Valencia. But then Real Sociedad also are boosted by the signing of uh, David Silva. So, that's a thing that's working in favor for them. Yeah, so that's my top six. But, yeah, so before we move on to teams to watch out for, uh, who will go for players to watch out for? Because... 
La Liga is mostly dominated by big names, which translate into things on the field. And generally, we've seen it with the Messi fiasco, Bale, and when Ronaldo was there, and Eden Hazard. So we'll first finish off players to watch out for, and then we'll move on to teams to watch out for. So your players to watch out for, Chitu. Yeah, uh, I'd like to see how uh, if uh, I'd like to see Aiden Hazard in his full potential if he manages the injury is not that serious because he, we haven't seen the best of what he can do last season. It was like on and off. He did have a small shot, uh, like he was returning a little bit of form towards the end of the season. So I would like to see how a full season uh, works out. And uh, another person I have to uh, see how he plays. Uh, is uh, going to be pianic and uh, how he adapts to the spanish style like he used to play for italian team i think the italian style is much more slower uh, compared to spanish style of play so uh, i like to see how he goes and uh, the one young ranked also i think martin odegaard uh, real bought him uh, back from loan and uh, i want to see him being played like he's a very good player he played really well uh, last season with sociedad yeah so and uh, that's the reason yeah, why sociedad so uh, finished so high in the table also day. because i yeah, was a big a fan of him the day he was signed and what real did with him was very wrong and from barcelona i'm really excited about two players that is first is trincao and second is uh, rui pig rui pig puig like i don't know how you pronounce it uh yeah ricky pig so i am really excited about him because he's a like that midfield magic can come back to barcelona and in other teams i want to see how uh, david silva adapts to real sociedad considering that he's 36 years old and one player that i feel like you should look out for like uh, will be uh, this uh, in uh, like how reguilon is leaving from sevilla so sevilla is signing a left back backup so i want to see that like what they do with the backup players because reguilon uh, controlled a lot of sevilla game when in the europa league also like he used to make runs forward and let attacking style of play so that thing i want to see Hmm. According to me, uh, the players to watch out for would actually be Eden Hazard if he's fully fit. Uh, Messi should be a player to watch out for, not because of all the great things that he's going to do and all that. That is a, uh, something that we take for granted. But it will it'll be very interesting to see how the atmosphere is for him inside the dressing room with all the things that have happened in the past. so that will be one thing to watch out and yeah ricky puch will be another person to watch out for and uh, i think barcelona need to sign a, a right back or a left back any of the full backs and then whoever they sign that will be a person to look out for but in fact uh, among the biggest disappointments i would uh, have are why would you send off arthur and get pianic i understand is to balance your books and all but what is the point like i don't even think he's going to play and there are talks of kumen having a different formation instead of playing the traditional 4-3-3 they're going to play a 4-2-3-1 or something of that sort so in that apparently pianic and uh, 
De Jong will be a double pivot or something like that. So yeah, it depends on how they're going to line up. But <laughs> generally, I think La Liga is also like Serie A, showing up a lot of um, aged players and the youngsters that are coming and are not getting enough opportunities because the older guys are uh, blocking their progress into the first team. So I think that is one thing that La Liga has to look in for. Or it'll end up like Serie A, which is like, I should not say this, but it's like a, a glorified retiring center for uh, great players. <laughs> yeah, so, and there was this, uh, we'll go on, yeah, I'll, I can talk about this at the end, but yeah, we'll move on to teams to, uh, yeah, teams to watch out for. Yeah, so for me, the team to watch out for will be, any day, will be Sevilla. Sevilla and Real Sociedad. I want to see how they perform. And I think so, Granada has qualified. So I want to see Granada also. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, Chitu. Yeah, I have to go with the same thing. Uh, Sevilla and uh, Real Sociedad. And uh, another team that I have to see how they play is Valencia. Uh, it will be interesting to see how they deal with uh, such a situation since they sold almost half their squad for like very little amount. Very little means very little. I think they sold Ferran Torres. Ferran Torres is from, uh, yeah, he sold, they sold him for some 23 million or something. Very low. And they're even planning to sell their captain. I don't know what is going on in the club. Uh, it will be nice to see. I hope they don't get relegated in the end. That's all. <laughs> Yeah, so I think the team to watch out for, I concur with most of you guys. I think Sevilla is the team to watch out for because we already know that Barca and uh, Real are going to dominate not because of anything that they've done, but over the years they've had big name signings and they have a lot of money and clout compared to the other teams. So I think that could be working fair for them. But other than the, those two, I think Sevilla is the one to watch out for. And uh, Villarreal has also been making some very good signings in the transfer market. So... Mm, so, we'll have to look out for Sevilla and Villarreal, in my opinion. Yeah, so, uh, we'll cover the matches to yeah. look out for. And uh, according to me, the matches to look out for would obviously be the El Clasico. But we've already seen that Barca had yeah. drawn with Sevilla or lost with Sevilla in the last game like they played against Sevilla. So, I think Sevilla is going to punch about their weight. So, whichever team Sevilla is going to play against is going to be very entertaining to watch. And I would also like to watch games. This is my opinion, not the matches that you should actually look out for. I would like to actually watch the games by Atletico Madrid. Not because I like their style of play, but I want to see how far they're going to fall. Yeah, so someone else can take over. Yeah, so for me, the games to watch out for will be El Clasico, definitely. And yeah, I I want to see this thing, like how Sevilla plays against the big teams. And can Real Sociedad just be a middle, mid-table team or they can just challenge this top three that is considered as Barcelona, Real and Atletico, like how they play against them. Can they win against them? And I want Barcelona not to bottle against really shitty teams because they have been bottling. And... Barcelona should win a game against Sociedad. They usually never win against Sociedad or draw it. Yeah. It's like the annual Merseyside Derby where like it's the annual draw between them. 1-1. <laughs> yes, Jitu. 
ஜிம் Yeah, I have to see how Atletico play like uh, that game would actually prove if they are going on the up or going on the down and according to me I think they are on the down so we'll see what happens and uh, of course uh, Sevilla also whenever they play Real or uh, Barca and yeah I hope uh, no I hope Real Sociedad also can punch above their weight like they used to be a top team once uh, not recently but uh, once a time ago i hope they can come back to that sort of form yeah that's all yeah so before we move on to the off script let's finish our discussion about uh, la liga in like a few words yeah so i was talking about teams uh, having older players and them blocking the development of the youth one weird thing that i've noticed these days about uh, um real is they generally known to like buy lots of people anyone with good talent they just buy them and make them warm benches and eventually waste their career or whatever but i think it's because of the covid situation or whatever it is they've actually been open to like loaning out and selling players as we've seen with the gareth bale situation they've sold hamis rodriguez ashraf hakimi was sold and uh, they have been loaning out their youth also like that they have signed so it's very interesting to see how um real is evolving and as as long as this batajin is there there's no point of talking about barcelona because it's going to stay the same and on that note i've heard that they have got the number of votes that is needed for the no confidence motion to be passed so let's hope something good is coming up there but i sincerely think the best thing that has happened to spanish football over the last 2 3 years has been sevilla and yeah anybody else would like to add on anything before we move on to our off script Yes, exactly. I want to continue that. Uh, just that Real have missed out on a lot by selling Akraf Hakimi, especially. But yeah, exactly. The strategy is kind of changing. Like that Galactico philosophy is kind of changing because of the dominance by a uh, few other super giants, like financial super giants, I would like to say, like Manchester City, PSG. Like how they are now signing big, big players. and plus i feel that the covid situation has hit real badly also and uh, the champions league used to be a tournament where real used to dominate and past two seasons we have been seeing something else with liverpool and bayern munich winning this time and this time they were humbled uh, like uh, a team by manchester city which was defeated by leon so i would like to say that real need needs a little waking up and if it's a rebuild then it's a very different kind of rebuild mm. like we are not used to this kind of rebuild for real very true jitu would you like to add something yeah i'd like to add something uh, the thing is that uh, my gut feeling is that uh, they won't sign any do many signings this season but i have a feeling that they are going to absolutely shake the transfer market come next season like the season after this season like i do feel like they might bring back some sort of galacticos 
like there is a rumor that uh, like it's not a rumor mbappe told he is leaving psg so the only destination he'll be going is either uh, real or to the premier league most probably so within one year we might know maybe haland all these top players youngsters might be leaving so you don't know like real does stuff very fast like we won't even expect it so uh, we'll see what happens okay i think that brings a uh, close to our plan part of the talk let's move on to our off script i know that advait and jitu both have so we'll first move on with jitu's part of the off script yes jitu so yeah uh, the thing that i want to bring is uh, like is uh, ruling out a certain player based on like a couple of performances like they're not good for uh, good ever how do you see that like certain like i'll give you an example uh, from what i've seen so uh, germany take germany so germany were horrible in the 2018 uh, world cup so they were knocked out of the group stage itself they lost to korea and all so after the world cup ended the coach uh, of germany joki lo he blamed uh, just three players like these three players were responsible for the loss so he told uh, muller hummels and boateng like i won't take them to the national squad ever again so but then what happened after that is absolutely astonishing like that was, they just proved like that was just one season okay so after that they were in the form of their life especially muller and boateng but still uh the german coach says he won't take them into the squad how what is your opinion on that advait uh, please go yes so i feel that you can't rule out players but yes yokim lo was in a quite uh, desperate situation like uh, i mean to say like uh, he had to blame someone and it was a bad performance but considering muller and uh, boateng and hummels they are very senior players so i feel it was very wrong of yokim lo only to blame them and you should not rule out players and you should you can see it clearly from muller's performance uh, during this season and especially the champions league he has still in it like in with him like he is the assist king he is scoring goals so i mean to say that uh you should not rule out but yes there is something called as form and it's not a specific player to blame for and that that whole world cup team was a huge debacle for germany and yokim lo just was too overconfident i feel and and considering like okay three four matches like if it's a new signing you can't just blame but yeah if it's someone experienced like okay if uh, messi is not performing for five matches he's like quite underperforming doing many uh wrong passes and all so obviously you have to blame him for the same thing and but yes like i feel that it's wrong to blame few specific players especially like how you gave the example of germany i'd like to add something else also uh like i saw germany's uh, few uh, nations league games so what i observed is like they didn't have that uh, like there was no senior prior senior presence in the defense the midfield and in the attack so they didn't have that vocalizing figure 
like someone who is experienced to say what to do i felt that was lacking a lot so jogi lo's plan is like he wants to build a young team for the future but you can't build a young team for the future by knocking out all the old players at once you need a senior player someone who has experience in such competitions to lead the team that is that is why they need an especially defenders you can't just put young defenders like that defenders mature differently than other players a defender can mature like uh, a mature defender is at least like 26 27 years very rarely only a 20 year old can be matured enough to be a defender so at least pair one young defender with a slightly experienced defender it will be very helpful for him he learn a lot of things in that i don't know why he doesn't see that especially that two goes with midfield see this three people i mentioned are very very vocal like they shout they will control the game they like they have this they boost the entire squad up that is the speciality of these three players not other than their quality this is what they bring to the squad and that is what germany is lacking and i don't know i feel like what he is doing like he has some vision we are it is nice to bring new players it is good for the future but doing it like this is not a proper solution hmm i agree yeah so i think uh, it's high it's so, high time that they stop persisting with uh, uh, low as their coach because hansi flick in 2014 was assistant manager and uh, when he took over bayern mid season as a temporary or the caretaker manager people were like he doesn't have any what should i say credentials as a manager of uh, actually handling a team and all but i have read articles and i have read reports that have said that uh, 2014 uh, actually hansi flick played a major role in how the team was formed how they gel together the tactics etc etc so i don't see upon what love was gloating so much especially with how they performed in the recent world cup and with how he's treating the players like you had mentioned boating and all muller also he was not playing and you seen how he has come back and this year as how he's played he set a record for the most number of assists so if you're not able to see the talent of a player right in front of you who's available for selection i understand that you want younger people to come up but if the younger people are coming up and they're not getting you the the accolades the trophies that you need what is the point of having them i'd rather much stick with season campaigners would actually guarantee something Yeah. So, anything you want to add on? No, no, no. Yes, Advait. Yeah. So, so we'll move on to the next off script. We'll move on to the Chelsea versus Liverpool game. Uh, prediction, squad and prediction, and what do you expect from that game? We'll start with Elijah. What do you What do you expect from that game? Chelsea versus Liverpool at Stamford Bridge. Uh, I would say at the most it will be two one Liverpool, and that's not because I'm biased, but it's because of how shaky Chelsea have been looking. But on the positive, with how Timo Werner is running behind people, and how leaky the Liverpool defense has been, uh, I really can't tell. But as far as I know, I think Liverpool will like if it's up to me to say, I think it's Liverpool by one goal. So that's why I go for two one. But I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be a very interesting game to watch. Yes. 
du... Mm. Okay, so I'll do my predictions. So, I feel like... Uh, yeah, Chelsea are missing out on many players. Like, Hakim Ziyech and Ben Chilwell are missing out the game. And they still are... I feel they still are gelling, like... And I expect the game to have lots of goals. Mm. But uh, I expect like a draw, like uh, probably a 2-2. And 2-2 uh, with uh, team of one scoring. But yeah, Liverpool has a lots of attacking profi- uh, prowess with them. So I feel that that should be the game. Mm. And yeah, and I would like to conclude our podcast by saying that uh, to all the players who like to play Football Manager 2020, so it is free and available on Epic Games right now. So please grab it fast. So the thing is, even if you don't want to play it now or whatever, and if you at some point in the future you want to play it and as of now you don't have the capacity or capability to play it, what you can do is just log on to the Epic Game Store through your browser make an account and just add it to your library. So it's $0. So all you have to do is just like purchase it. It'll be there in your library. And whenever your uh, laptop or whatever you're using has the capacity to play the game, you can just download it and play. So you don't have to pay for it. And I think generally the title costs around 2000 Indian rupees. So if you're getting it for free, I think it's a good opportunity that you should see. Yes, I think that concludes it. Uh, You can say a good guys. Okay, so it's Adwaith signing off. Thanks. On behalf of Jitu, this is Jitu signing off. <laughs> and this is Elijah signing off. I hope Barcelona will.